you're just going through the motions of life, but not fully living, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. It wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way. So now we're sharing what worked for us with you. We're so glad you found us. We'll bring you real life stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. We are so excited you're here. Um, if this is your first podcast with us, this is your first time listening, we're so glad you found us. And we truly believe that you have found us for a reason. You are supposed to be here. Um, and if you are a longtime listener, we are super excited that you agreed to come back and listen to us again. Um, so, you know, Lori and I really kind of get together about how we're going to do these. And we kind of are, are trying to bring our listeners through our evolution of where we were to where we are now and step by step kind of how we got there. And so this is a very uncomfortable conversation for both of <laughs> us today, um, but we are excited to see how it unfolds and to be really vulnerable and raw and real um, about uh, being brave enough um, to get to where you want to be. Yeah, and so Brene Brown always talks about vulnerability, and you can't be courageous without being vulnerable. So <laughs> we are we're saying we're going to be courageous today and talk about this. So everything we've talked to y'all about up to this point has been little things you can add to your day, add to your life to start making enhancements and improvements and getting you feeling better and doing better. Well, this one is almost... Um, sort of the antithesis of that in that it really is taking a good, cold, hard look at what is not working in your life. And so it's not pleasant. That is not a pleasant thing to do. It's, it's hard to get real and honest with yourself that, you know, you're continuing to have the same outcome and the only person that is responsible for that is you. And so both Tanya and I got to that point where we had added in journaling and meditating and, you know, finding the joy in things and being grateful and all those things are absolutely wonderful. But we got to a point where we were still stuck in different areas of our life. And I was like, well, gosh, what in the world? What, what's going on? But really, it's how do we take a look and, and see what is happening? What, what's underneath underlying that just a little bit? So it really is taking a good hard look at those things that maybe you feel like you're a little bit stuck on. And, you know, it's, it's that saying that, in our Facebook group, I see somebody post about once a week is it's, if you're not changing, you're choosing, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think for both of us, we had, we had taken strides, we were, we were putting things in place. Um, we were journaling, meditating, like you said, we were doing the things, but what we didn't do until a little while later down the road is sit back and do some reflecting on, okay, we're doing these things, 
but there are still places in our lives that we are stuck and we're unhappy still. And, and I can write a hundred times that I want a soulful connected relationship that feels amazing, but I still got to take action steps to get there. And I think that that is not what we were doing. Um, and, and we weren't identifying like, okay, so we, I still have a yucky feeling today. Where is it coming from? Um, and, and then what am I doing about it? Right. So if I can identify where it's coming from, then I got to ask myself, am I willing to do what I need to do to change that circumstance? However, I decide to change it, but am I willing to make, take action to change it, to get a better feeling, to get a better outcome? Um, and that's where we get, that's where it gets very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. So um, in our book, Permission Granted, I write quite a bit about uh, a very ser serious illness I had and, and was sick for a long, long time. And I'm looking back now, I see this is what I really was doing with that was, you know, I was going to the doctor's appointments and doing exactly what they told me to do. And I knew for sure it was not working. Like I was not getting the outcomes that I wanted. I was continuing to feel horrible and um, I was sick and I was in pain and I just continued to do what the doctor told me to do. And it took me really going, you know what, enough. I, I, I've done everything you've asked me to do <laughs> and no more. I can't live like this anymore. And it took me getting to that point where I was looking at following the rules isn't working for me anymore, right? Following the things that they told me to do. I've been a good patient. I've been, <laughs> I've been doing everything that I have been prescribed to do and I am not getting the outcome that I want. And so um, really looking back, that's what I did there was I had, I take a harsh look at, you know, I'm the one following the rules. <laughs> I'm the one not standing up for myself to say this isn't working. I'm the one not putting my foot down and saying this is my body and I want to treat it differently. And so when I finally got to that point, it really, you know, I changed. Things changed. And so um, over the past few years, I find myself doing that a little bit in other areas too, like for health even. I had gotten better. I was in remission. And I remember being at that retreat and still feeling like crap, like feeling, you know, um, not healthy, just, just, but you know what, it was that I was choosing to see myself as a sick person, right? In my mind, I had been sick for so long, I was continuing to choose that and choose that my body hurt and my, you know, I didn't feel well. And it was like this on loop in my mind, my mind was still telling me I was sick, even though I wasn't anymore. And so it did take a long um, time to really look and say, oh, you know, there's not really anything physically wrong with me anymore. Why am I still feeling so bad? And it really was choosing to think differently about it. If you can't change the circumstance, change your perception of the circumstance. And that's what I had to get really real for, with myself about. You know what, Laura, you're not a victim. You're not, <laughs> you're not unwell anymore. Um, you have the power to change how you feel every day. And I started making those baby steps and doing the things we've talked about up to this point to get to where I do feel better on a daily basis. Well, and I think one of the things you did is you, you found your voice 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, especially for the medical professionals, when you're when you're not really a medical professional, you trust them. And like you said, I mean, they, you were you were taking all the drugs, you were doing all the things, mm -hmm. all the the menu planning, all the things they told you to do, but it wasn't working. And so it was. It's hard. It's hard for me. And and again, you know. We're Southern, right? So we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. We were raised that, you, you know, you don't necessarily question authority. And so for you to find your voice and look at your doctor and say, I'm out, I'm done, no more. Like, I'm not taking that medicine anymore. Instead, I'm going to do this. That's a huge step. I mean, that, and, and that's exactly what you did. And then you started researching and finding some holistic options and, and thinking differently. And so you taking those kind of steps, I mean, that was... That was huge, um, but it takes a while to get there. I mean, you think about yeah, it's not years. easy. It is not easy. It's not easy to face the things that you're doing in your own life that's causing you pain, yep. and it's not easy to make that decision to change it because you're yep. choosing either way. You're either choosing to stay comfortable or you're choosing to do something differently to try to get a different outcome, and neither of those things are easy to do. That's right. Well, and and you know, for me, I think the Again, daily, we're, I'm making choices daily, and sometimes I'm still choosing um, events and things that keep me in my comfort zone when I know that they are not necessarily for my greatest good. Um, and so I just got to be honest about it. Like, this is something we're continuing to work on. But for me, I think the biggest, the biggest aha for me is, is the marriage piece. So um, for those of you who don't know my story, I was in a 20-year marriage. Um, he was the love of my life. We got married younger, um, you know, in our early, early mid-20s and three children. And, you know, the last seven to 10 years were really, really tough. And when we started doing this work and, and went to that retreat, um, at that point, the marriage was pretty much over. Um, and, and we both kind of knew, um, and circumstances were circumstances. And I was choosing to stay in the comfort zone. I was choosing to have him still be in my life and in my house because I had three children who I thought needed a full-time person, dad in, in, in the home. And, and I needed help with carpool. And I needed, I mean, there were, there were reasons I can give you all the excuses yeah. in the world on, on why. And I'll, and I'll tell you that when I finally, you know, a year and a half after going to that retreat and a year and a half of doing the work, I sat back one day and I thought, okay, I'm working hard. Like I'm working on myself every day, but I still don't feel great. And, and, I, and, and it's kind of peaks and valleys. And I was in a, a valley and I thought, what in the world? Why do I just still feel so stuck? And, and this is what my aha moment was, is because you're doing the same thing. You're not, you aren't willing to let it go. Um, and, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to change it or you got to stop. I mean, I was calling Lori every day complaining about my marriage. I was calling my mother like every morning on the way to work to talk about how bad things were. And, and I realized I've got to either stop complaining about it and, and truly sit in it and leave it alone. Um, and, and know that that's my choice, or I have got to take an action step. And so, you know, for me, it took me a while, but I finally did it. Like, I finally said, okay, here's my end date. This is, and it was, it was a six, eight month end date. Um, again, because that was my comfort zone. But when we got there, I did it. Like, I, I this is the date that you have to move out. This is it. 
Um, and I will say that it, it, there has been no turning back for me and being able to exhale and breathe and the energy in my home being so much different. And my level of joy went from a two to a five overnight, literally overnight. And so when I saw that immediate, then I started doing the work again and things started shifting and changing and more and more blessings kept coming through. But that was my block. That was the thing I was blaming and complaining and couldn't let go because it was comfortable. But when I did, my entire life changed. My finances changed. My relationships with my kids changed. My work circumstances changed for the better. Like everything started changing. But it was a huge, huge, long process step to take. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. And when we say comfortable, like you weren't comfortable this bad. No. this last few years but you were choosing to stay in what was known like you knew right. you knew right. what you're going home to every day instead of branching out to the unknown and I'd, I'd say um you know I remember during all that time I was very unfulfilled at my job and Tanya's a recruiter so Tanya's over there going oh my gosh do you not understand how many other people would pay you so much more you're so w worth so much more than what you're allowing every day and at one point I think she got to the point she was like okay if you're not going to do anything about it you got to quit complaining about it because you've got the choice you're making a choice to stay and you know what I was and um sometimes that's okay like nobody else can make that decision for you you've got to choose um what I ended up having to do with the job thing though I wasn't I wasn't ready to step out of that comfort zone to something different and new but I did change my attitude about it and change my perception about it and stop the complaining and stop the blaming as much. I mean, still normal human, you do a little bit, but um, for the most part, just changed the way I thought about it and my perception about it. And it changed um, how I felt every day going into that, that job that was pretty tough at the time, you know, had some well, when you, changes and when stuff. When you did that though, Lori, when you changed your perception and you really did, like you, you did, you totally started talking about all the positive things about the, the role. And, and when, but when you did that, what happened? You immediately, well, not immediately, but I would say within six months to a year, your circumstances weren't completely changed. You it got did. a new boss, like you, and all of a sudden it was like you had a new job. Um, yes. <laughs> but, but it was because you changed your, the way you were thinking about it. Yeah. So it is, it is sort of like, if you look at all the things you've struggled with over time and look at the things that you chose to deal with and either you change the situation or you change your perception of the situation, most likely you can find that that happens for you too, whether it's your health or your finances or your job or your relationship, you know, when you're struggling, 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 but then when you decide, like, is that decision point, you either decide you're going to do something different, whether that's leaving the situation or, or change the way you think about the situation. It is like all those blessings start coming that you really weren't allowing before because you were so rigid and stuck. You, I, all of us, we get so rigid and stuck in the, what we know and trying to make it work and forcing it to work that, we're not really going with the flow, which is what <laughs> we really right. want to be doing, which is going with the flow where opportunities we didn't even know existed could right. actually be waiting for us, but we're not even looking because we're so stuck. Yep. Well, and, and I think for us too, we've talked about this too, is 
our why wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. Our why wasn't, wasn't there yet. I mean, for me, I had a lot of whys on, on why I was staying in this, this marriage. Um, but when the why finally be- became about me, um, and, and not about the finances and the kids and the, you know, when it, when it was finally about, okay, my joy and, and when I change and when I become joyful, the things I can give my children um, mm-hmm. are so much bigger and better. And, and I give them a lot more of me, authentic me, um, when I'm joyful. And so I think that until I got there, until my why was big enough, and I didn't have enough self-esteem for my why to be big enough in the beginning. If I had said that to myself prior to doing this work, I would have said, Tanya, that's so selfish. Like, yeah. right, it would have been selfish. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be joyful. So I was willing to leave my my kid's father because I needed some joy, right? So, mm-hmm. but when we did the work and we recognized that you can't pour from an empty cup and that when you're in a great place, you can give so much more and so much better. Um, and so my why got bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, my why got to a place where um, you can't unknow. So once I'm like, wow, okay, this is really my why. And, and you can't, you can't know what you, what you know. So it, it took me a little while to get to the, to the true why and the big why. And then when I did, I had to make the change. Yeah. I mean, that, that perfect example, like looking back on my health journey, um, it, it, it's almost like looking at it in a whole different way. It's like how, why am I putting up with this? Why am I putting up with feeling awful every single day? And, um, you know, way back then, maybe I didn't feel like I was worth having a better life or worth feeling good every day. And so, you know, I think some of the tools that we've shared up to this point can help you almost get there. They get to the point where you can start to see your worth a little bit more, especially if your journey is very similar to ours where, we were in such a negative space and just doing things automatically that we didn't ever try to change. We didn't ever try to look at what was working or not working. Right. It was just, we were just doing what we're supposed to do because that's what everybody does. We're on autopilot. Yes. Yeah, we're just on, mm-hmm. we were living on autopilot. And so we yeah. weren't questioning a single thing in our lives. We didn't, we weren't aware enough to question mm-hmm. a single thing. We were just getting up, doing what we we're supposed to do doing it and going to bed and literally counting the hours from the time I got out of bed to I, I could get to go back. Um, but then so once we, you're aware and seeing there's, there's right. things that are not working and you're choosing to stay in situations that are not working, you can't become unaware of that. Right. <laughs> like you just, you know it then. So it's, then you have to make a choice. Right. And you are choosing. down this and, road. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not saying you, you get a divorce. We're not saying don't yeah. listen to your doctor. But what we are saying is you are making the choices. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's yours now when you recognize, okay. Um, and, and it takes courage. And just like I said at the beginning of this podcast, there are still things every single day. Yeah. that I should, that I, I know, I recognize are probably not for my greater good um, or events that I, or things I do um, that I'm choosing to continue to do because they're a little easier and I have not gotten the courage yet to make the changes. 
Um, and I'm getting there and I'm still doing the work. And, and, and again, I know what they, most of them are. And, and so it's on me and I can't complain to anybody else about them. And I can't blame anybody else about it because I know what I am allowing to, to be right now. But I think it's, it's good to do things um, not all at once. Right. Like if we changed everything in our lives all at once, it probably wouldn't stick. But like, if you take these things and look at it as the opportunity, maybe I'm not ready to change yet, but I've identified it and I'm working on it. I'm working towards it. That's okay. Like that's the growth process. Right. And there's nothing to beat yourself up about for that. You know, we're hopeful that we both each get to a point where when we no notice things are, they're keeping us stuck and that we're not living our best, that we will work towards something better. Um, but everybody's on their own pace and it's okay. Um, but once you become more aware, all we're asking is to become aware of the things that aren't working too, because it's easy to add on good things on top. Right. And that's a good place to start. But at some point you're going to see, maybe you're not getting an outcome that you want. There's, there's something that you can um, tweak a little bit or change to get you to where you want to be because all things are possible. Absolutely. And so you're the only one standing in your way between what is and what is possible. Right. And you don't beat yourself up if you're not ready to make the, the choice. <laughs> Again, just like Lori said, you're on your, your own path. You're on your own time. You don't, you know, I've got a friend that knew really quickly her marriage was over and within weeks she was out the door. It took me years, right? I mean, so I didn't judge her. Good for her. Right. She didn't judge me. I mean, we were on our own paths, our own timelines. Um, you just, but what we want you to do is really just start thinking about those pieces. What's not working? Why is it not working? And then start taking some baby steps into what do I need to do to make the change? Because it's stuck energy. And I think if nothing else, you feel heavy. Um, Lori and I talk all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like an elephant sitting on my chest, right? It's that heavy, stuck energy feeling. And when you have that, no matter whatever the circumstance is, start thinking about, okay, why do I have this feeling? What's not working? Um, and then you decide, how do you change it or not? Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you hadn't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. You can reach us at HigherNavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R Navigation.com. Thanks for listening.